Well, hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Digital Hustle Show. And I am super excited to bring to you guys uh, a good friend and an entrepreneur and just a guy that's really in uh, a really groundbreaking industry uh, that we're excited to learn a whole lot about. It's brand new, we were just talking, it's only five years old. And so uh, he's really gonna take us through his journey um, as a person who's really been into marketing for a number of years. Um, and uh, so if you can introduce yourself, Kazim, and just let us know a little bit of the history of who you are and what you've been up to. Uh, my name is Kazim, and I'm an OTT ads uh, campaign manager. Well, I analyze and uh, troubleshoot OTT campaigns and provide insights on their performances and identify future growth opportunities. So that's pretty much I do all day. But on my side, I, I'm a video creator. Uh, that's my hobby or side hustle, you can say. And, uh, but my full-time job is that I have been working in the OTT industry for the last two years. And it's been incredibly, incredibly well for, for my career. Definitely. So if we want to take it kind of back to the beginning when you and I met, um, we actually met really randomly at a wedding expo, uh, which is not where you expect to run into someone that you stay connected with for years outside of the wedding industry. And so uh, that's been really cool. Um, but uh, you started out really when we met doing more like SEO type work um, for an agency. So um, clearly you're not working on that anymore. Walk us through some of the reasons that you don't quite see the same value in SEO that you saw before, especially with like more startups, right? Because I feel like when we talked before, a lot of those reasons were just like the time commitment, the cost commitment, and maybe that wasn't a wise investment for at least a startup. Um, so maybe if you could walk us through a little bit of why your mind's changed over the years on that. Yeah, so when you and I met, like I, I just started working uh, with this company as an OTT uh, campaign manager, but I was doing SEO on my side. Mm. So, you, you know, like w when when the entrepreneurs, like the startups, they, they, they came to me for SEO, they had like really low budget yeah. and really tight di di deadlines. And that has not been working out well. And uh, apart from that, like the budgeting thing and the tight di deadlines, uh, one thing that I, I realized that a lot of startups didn't know about that and that is crucial, So, and that is the business model. So a friend of mine started uh, a business, and it's a very niche, in, niche industry in the health industry. And I can't tell you more, about, more, more than that. So he met me and he said that, Kasim, I want your services in the SEO. And I said, okay, but I mean, like, I want to, I want to see your industry. Like, how are you sourcing your clients right now? So tell me about that, and then I can, I can help you out with the SEO stuff. And the whole, like clientele was based on the referrals. So th this industry was not like really on, uh, on the search. Yeah. So I told them that, you know, like it doesn't matter even if you rank, that you're not gonna source clients through, through SEO. So it's better you, you spend that money on the video ads, on, on, on programmatic ads, or you know, like on social media marketing. That's better because you can target people, and especially LinkedIn. Like you can narrow down the list and you can target only people who are interested in that service. Right. It's a very niche industry, yeah. so don't spend money on that. But he didn't listen to me, and he, we, we spent like $10,000 on that. And it was one of the most uh, difficult keyword to rank, and not only one keyword. So right now, the website is actually ranking on a couple of keywords, but he's not driving leads. Right. And that's why like I said, you know what, I, I can't help people to understand that 
you know, like it, it, it costs a lot of money for the people. Mm -hmm. And there is no easy way to tell them that, hey, your business model is not good for the SEO. So it's better for you to spend less money on SEO and more money on video ads, more money on social media marketing, and more money on something that can drive you like leads and qualified leads so then you can target those people and make them your happy customers. And, and, and once you like bring more customers, they will bring more people to the business. So that's how it works. But it was, it was like really uh, painful for me to, you know, like telling people it's, it's not working out for you. But you know, like uh, a lot of people didn't listen to me and then eventually they, they came to me and they, they said that, you know what, like you were right back then and now we want to spend some good chunk of money on video ads or you know like on programmatic on on email marketing on stuff that is actually working out for us in this industry right. so that was one thing that i you know like i i, I gave up on seo and i uh, i'm pretty happy about that so <laughs> and i mean like the, i i, I we, we are still friends uh, and he and i always like talk about that that you know like remember that like, i told you it's not going to work out for you and now he's doing email marketing and some video ads and it's been working out incredibly very well for him and i'm happy for him right. but he learned at a very uh, high cost and that's 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 something like i uh i don't like it because you know like at the end of the day as a marketer yeah. my job is to bring your marketing cost down so then you can have like you know like more opportunities and diversity in your marketing budget so if I'm doing SEO for you, my, my, my job will be to reduce that SEO cost. So you can bring the remaining budget to, to video ads, to email marketing, to social media marketing. So, so that's, that's my job. But if I know like your money is not going in the right direction and eventually like, you know, like you might suffer. Yeah. And me too, because you know, like as a marketer, like that's, that's uh, not, not, not something good for me. Like if you don't succeed. You spend a lot of money and you don't succeed, so I feel bad about that too. So that that was one reason that I gave up on the SEO projects a lot. And now, whenever I get a phone call that hey, you want to do some, some SEO work, the first thing I ask that is your business model really into that? If I mean, like, that's the first thing. Yeah. So not every business is is good for the for the SEO. Like if you're starting out. Like I would, I would suggest like, you know, like do the industry research first, like whatever the industry is, if you're in a, in a health industry, in a food industry, like see what's really working out well. If SEO is really working out well, go for it. Like for restaurants. So for restaurants, like what, what do people use? Like if I need a sushi, what, what do I do? Sushi near me. I, I, I go to Google Maps yeah. and I search. So in that case, it's, it's, that's local SEO. That is something that you should be focused on. But if you are in a very niche industry that people are not really searching for, you shouldn't be spending so much money on that. So right. that's my idea. So just to kind of backtrack to this idea that like people get stuck in thinking a certain way of marketing is going to work for them. Why do you think, why do you think they get stuck like that? Like I know personally, like I'll hear about, you know, Facebook ads and then I get excited about them and then I learn all about them and I think they're the answer to all my problems and then I find out they aren't really actually the answer to all my problems. Um, why, why do you think people get stuck in like thinking something's gonna work without really knowing? So one thing to that is like people are really emotional mm -hmm. when they're spending money. Okay. They're not logical. So if you're not logical and you're just, you know, like basing your opinion based on your emotions, it's not going to work out. You have to study the industry. 
So if you are in a video marketing industry, you have to study in the industry. Like, be be a client for somebody else, and and review the whole process. Like, okay, so if I need the video marketing service, how these big companies are targeting me? Either if, if that's email marketing, that's video ads, that's that's Facebook marketing, whatever it is. Yeah. So think about that. And once you realize that whole channel is actually based on one medium, maybe it might be video marketing, Instagram, whatever it is, email marketing, then focus on that one channel and make, make the best out of it. So that's one thing like people are not logical, they're emotional. Mm -hmm. So once you tie, the, you tie your budget to emotions, it's not definitely gonna work out. You have to be really logical and realistic about your goals. So if I spend one dollar, what is the ROI, return on investment on yeah. that? And not, not emotionally, okay, I, I wanna spend one dollar, $1, but it's gonna make me one million dollar. That's, that's emotional value. That's not something it's gonna work out. So you know like Apple or, or all these big companies, so when they're spending their money, they are really calculating their ROI before they schedule an ad. Right. And that's how it should work. So we start startup businesses, we don't think like that. We think emotionally. So, you know, when we are scheduling ads, we are seeing like the long future, not like really focus on the short goals. And that emotions are actually what like really stuck us into so many different stuff. And then we, we realize, oh my God, nothing is working out. Yeah. And the reality is there is something working out, but because we have tried so many things improperly, that's, that's why like we are stuck and, and we are not seeing foreseeable future. Right, well, yeah, and it's, it's funny because like when we met, I was still doing weddings and you know, you can find just as many people who say Facebook ads works for landing wedding clients and an equally amount of people that said, oh, I spent $500 and Facebook ads don't work for your landing wedding clients. And it's like, okay, well then how could there possibly be two camps of people that have completely different feelings on the matter? And it's just simply because the people who did it didn't do it right yeah. or whatever it happens to be that like, you know, if it didn't work for everyone, then I can understand. But it is working for some people, which means you're doing something wrong. So you can't make an emotional statement like, oh, this does, doesn't work yeah. because that's not true exactly, <laughs> for lots exactly. of people. Exactly. You have to be very logical, yeah. especially when you're spending money on ads right. or any, any, any other social media marketing channel. When you're spending money, you have to be very logical. Okay, so what, what's going to be the return on investment? And you have to calculate that. Right. And even though, uh, for example, like you might, you might say that you're not a marketer to do that, but if you're an entrepreneur, you might have some sense of you know, like saving money and you know, use, utilizing your money. Yeah. Okay, so if I spend $1, what, 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 what is that thing that I'm going to get? And that, that really is, is a life changer for, for businesses. So if you know your worth, if you know the return on investment, and you utilize them strategically, it's gonna work out. I'm, 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 I'm still like not, not giving you like proper answer to that, because <laughs> I, I know like, you know, like there is no yeah. one single channel that's gonna work out best for you. Yeah. Like I can't tell you like, you go and start spending money on video ads. Maybe it might work out in your industry, maybe not. But you have to find that thing and like keep looking and keep doing the A-B testing. Right. So you know like you did A-B testing on email marketing but really strategically. And you, did, and you realize okay, so if I spend $1 on email marketing, I'm getting one lead. So for example, if I'm not getting anything. So you know like it might give you an idea like what's really working and what's not. Right. But if you just spend $500 on one thing and then realize oh, I didn't get a client, so you might not get a client in email marketing or in video ads. The thing is that you might get leads 
and that's on you like how to optimize those leads and how to target those leads to make them your customer and once you become your customer then they can form the opinion on the quality of your service or the product and they can tell other people like let me give you one example like it's it's i'm stealing that from steve jobs so have you like how many times uh have you seen like japanese companies have advertising in the u.s but if you ask any other person like you know like in electronics who is the leader in, in, in the whole world. So there might be other names, but Japanese would be definitely in top three. Yeah. So have you seen them advertising in the US? I haven't seen that. No. But people form their opinion based on the quality that the companies provide them. Mm-hmm. So once you, once you target that leads and the, the leads become your customers and you provide good services to them, then that itself become a marketing and that is called word of mouth marketing. Right. And that, the, and you know, eventually it helps you improve your branding sure so so that that was one thing like you know like I, I didn't like in doing SEO for for people on the site because it was really hard for me to 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 try to you know like uh, convey the message that you know what SEO is not for you but yeah. people wouldn't listen to me and you know like they, they would de- they would do SEO anyway and at the end of the day they would come back to me and they said you know what it didn't work out so that was one thing I, I stopped like taking SEO projects understandably yeah. Um, so transitioning forward then now to what you uh, are doing full time, could you explain what OTT is? Because yeah. um, like you said, it, it's a pretty new market. And yeah. so certainly there's going to be a lot of people who do not know what it is. And so, yeah, just explain it in detail as best you can, just an overview of what OTT is and um, yeah, just kind of everything that's involved with that. Okay. So OTT stands for or the top. So OTT video is actually a premium video that is transmitted through internet bypassing traditional cable and satellite. So this transmission is called OTT over the top. OTT is generally like, you know, like lower in cost than the traditional cable. And it can be subscription based, it can be ad supported, or it can be a mixture of both. So for example, like Netflix Mm -hmm. and Amazon Prime, they're subscription based. And uh, Pluto, Filmrise and uh, Tubi, they're, sub, uh, they're ad-supported based. They're free. You can watch them for free. But there are some ads that you have to watch. Right. That. Uh-huh. And there are some, some other uh, platforms that are a mixture of both. For example, Hulu. So Hulu run ads and Hulu is also subscri- subscription-based. So. Yes. So, you know, That's like, why they're the most annoying out of all of them. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm paying you a monthly. I don't want to see ads. <laughs> so it, it depends on the di- uh, different business model. Yeah. In the U.S., there are more than 100 OTT providers. So depending on the That's business, mo- yeah, depending on the business model. So, yeah. you know, like some are following, the, like, you know, some are, it, it's called like SWAT, subscription video on demand, and some are AWOT, that's advertising video on demand. So depending on you know like what's uh, what what your business model is, uh-huh. so uh, what I'm uh, what I do all day I'm I'm working on the award side of the OTT. So all the advertising you know like that we do on the OTT platforms, I analyze those and I troubleshoot the problems and I identify future growth and opportunities. So so that's that's what my my job is and. And in this industry, it's it's fairly new industry. Like right. there is still like a lot of research going on, like how to improve that. Like 20 years ago, you know, like there was no social media, 
But when, when the social media started picking up, there were more research to improve that feed. Improve, like right now, like if you open your Facebook, I open my Facebook, your Facebook and my Facebook is completely different. Yeah. Your feed experience is not totally relevant to me. Yeah. It's not even like close. So the reason is because there, there have been like so many research that, that, that happened in that industry and they have utilized those research and yeah. they have improved their, their platforms. In the, same, in the same way, like there have been so many research in this industry and it's constantly improving. It's right. constantly. Like the ads are annoying, but the thing is that if, if the content is great, then the users don't think that, you know, like it's, it's, it's a bad idea. So there have been a research that 73% of the OTT consumer, 73% of the consumer, they don't mind like watching an ad if the content is great. Like, so that's I'm the, I'm the 30%. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, exactly. So, so it's huge. Yeah. It's really huge. And also there have been like so many studies that's going on. Like you get, you can get the numbers from the internet, yeah. but what, to the best of my knowledge, it's right now it's $81 billion industry. And by 2025, it's going to be $150 billion industry. Yeah, so it's 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 huge. Yeah. It's huge. But the thing is that you know, like all all the digital marketers are right now stuck in social media marketer yeah. marketing, sorry, and and email marketing and stuff. And you know, like there are very few companies and very few people know about that. That there is something else going on, and it has really good potential yeah. where you can target people. So okay, so just to nail kind of down on it, so. So like Hulu is OTT, yeah. but also the ads that are running on it are also OTT. So the, so the ads are called OTT ads. Right, OTT okay. okay. And then you can target those based on very similar metrics that you would for like Facebook ads. So you could target like location, demographic maybe, stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you know like all these devices have their IDs, it means that long. So. Right. They may not give you the exact location, but Ladlong is also like, you know, the geolocation. Mm -hmm. So you can target people based on the geolocation. You can target people on the household income of that zip code. You can, okay. you can target, yeah, so the targeting is huge. But the thing is that just like uh, other video ads, for example, if you go to YouTube and you're, uh, you know, like spending some, uh, some money on, on YouTube ads, yeah. so the more narrow you go, the more narrow the audience is, mm -hmm. and there is more cost to it. And so in, in the same way, like if you if you narrow down your your audience list, it's gonna cost you more. Right. But but it's same almost, yeah. So you know you can target people based on their age group, uh, household income, on demographics, other demographics. Yeah, yeah. you can narrow down the list. Yeah, uh, okay. in the OTT space. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, I would have never guessed just by like observing ads that yeah. they were in any way, shape, or form. You know, because you're used to cable ads. People are when they watch TV. Yeah. I'm still very much in like the cable TV mindset where like, um, you know, Coca-Cola is doing this ad and everybody who's watching this show over the entire world is watching the same exact ad right now. Exactly. But that's not the case with no. and, uh, OTT ads. Yeah, sorry to cut you. And that's why like, you know, like if you compare TV experience 40 years ago, yeah. 40 years ago, TV television was used as a source of news. Yeah. But the internet has changed it. So right now, if I need the news about the weather, politics, or sports, I pull up my computer or my phone and just get the news. Right. I don't need necessarily like to open the TV and watch the news. And you don't have to wait till six o'clock to do it. Exactly. Yeah. So the linear TV was, you know, like 
it was broadcasting the same program that was already recorded yeah. and you know like it would it would stream all over the place and you had to wait if you miss any program then you know like you would ask your friends like what really happened that time <laughs> and in the ott space like it's today's tv is more of an on-demand content provider yeah. if you want to watch friends right now you can do it yeah. you don't have to wait for six o'clock or you know like a, a time that yeah. the linear tv has to broadcast it no you can you can broadcast it so so with that thing like there is more opportunity to that mm -hmm. so you know like if 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 you're watching something on ad supported platform and you just open friends for example like ne friends on netflix but just to give you an example like your favorite tv show and that's on 2 b yeah so you know like you open the show 2b can target you based on where you're watching the video right. and can serve you ads so you know like with with that like at least this gives you a lot of flexibility that you can definitely watch the video and you know like there are no skippable options so right. uh, yeah so so you like the content and you have to uh, watch the video so you will wait and you know like once the ad is over then you will start watching the video and and if the message in the in the ad is really good yeah. you're gonna get that yeah. like i know a lot of ads in my head popping up all the time even though I'm not watching the video, uh, watching any TV or yeah. phone or anything, but the reason is because the message behind those video ads are so powerful that's stuck in my head, yeah. and then eventually someday later down the road I will become a customer of them. So that is how you it should. You may not even remember why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and video ads are like really, really powerful. If yeah. you get the statistics, like the contextual ad, photo ad, and the video ad, and you com compare all these metrics, you'll find like video ads are really the most powerful than the others. And it's been working out incredibly well, like for, for e-commerce businesses. Like, you know, like they launch a new product and they serve you video ad and eventually what you're gonna do, you're gonna buy. Yeah. And that's, that's how like it's, it, it's huge and there, there is a lot of uh, potential to it and, and, and small businesses are gonna, gonna take, uh, make more of it. So. So there is, there, is, there is opportunity for small business too. So in that case, the, I'm assuming then the price point is kind of reasonable. Like what's kind of like the range of cost? Okay, so I, I, I can't talk about that, but okay. uh, similarly to the CPM uh, in any other uh, advertisement platform. Mm -hmm. So it depends on you. Mm -hmm. But uh, again, like I can't talk about the minimum threshold, but to- Give me an average. Can no, I, average? I can't talk about that on camera. Uh, oh. Yeah, that, that's, but, but the thing is that, you know, like, it's, it's, it's not expensive, mm -hmm. as people think. The impressions are like industry standards, and it's, 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 it's programmatic. It's not like some, okay, let me tell you something about programmatic. We will come to that price point. Okay. So, most of the OTT ads that's being served are programmatic. Okay. What programmatic means. So, programmatic is refers actually to buying digital advertising using a software. So as opposed to the traditional process that involve RFPs, human negotiation, and manual insertion orders. So it's basically using the machine to buy ads for you. So there are two computers that are connected to each other. They are buying ads from, okay. from the publisher. Okay. Let, me, let me break it down more for you. So for example, like you do filmmaking and you make exceptionally great short films. And you have a channel on Roku, 
a platform, a content provider, right. and your app gets one million impressions every month. So you have an option to monetize that. And the option one is that you take that, uh, that data and go to Coca-Cola or Pepsi or you know, Apple and tell them that I get one million impressions and I want to monetize that. Mm -hmm. In that case, first of all, it's so hard to get in front of those people. Yeah. But, but the thing is that even if they listen to you, they're not gonna buy the whole inventory that you have. So if they buy like 500,000 impressions, half a million, so half a million impressions are unsold and that's a potential loss revenue for you. Mm -hmm. So what you do instead, you, you go to uh, a tech company and you, you tell them that, hey, I have this uh, inventory of one million impressions every month and you would go to actually supply side platform. That's a tech company too. And supply side tech, SSP, would work with a demand side platform and they will put your inventory there and then demand side like there might be nike there might be louis vuitton so anybody can come and take a chunk of you so in that in that scenario that programmatic you don't have to have a salesperson you don't have to have a big team you you can just focus on your filmmaking work and right. create great content and this ssp will eventually work out for you and that's exactly that exchange is programmatic that happens in a millisecond couple of milliseconds and like billion times of a day. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. You can just put your inventory there and if there are, are providers on the demand side like Nike, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, McDonald's, Panda Express, they can come and buy like how much they want to buy. What, is it, what do you mean by they buy impressions from you? So, Does that mean that they run ads on your content? Yeah. Okay. So for example, like you have, all, you have one million impressions mm -hmm. uh, that you get every every month and that that one million is actually inventory here so nike would say like i have the budget to buy five hundred thousand impressions okay pepsi might come and say i only want to buy fifty thousand impressions so this impressions like you know like you might go like you know over deliver or under deliver like because this this industry are you know like you're not gonna know that one million people are definitely gonna watch your platform yeah. but you have an estimate so you, either you're gonna serve more or less than that. So there will always be like under delivery or over delivery, and that's that's a standard in this industry. So they they're gonna buy like the specific amount of impressions. But if there is over delivery or under delivery, that's that's acceptable. So, so it's similar in the sense that like on Facebook, you run an ad and you buy, you set your daily limit based on how many impressions you want yep. per week, and they're doing the same thing but with your content. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Facebook, Facebook is, is also like uh, a content provider. Yeah. So you know, uh, but but the pro not the problem. But the good thing is that for Facebook, Facebook is not creating that content. Content. Yeah. People are creating that content for Facebook, and Facebook is using that content to target ads to different people. So, but 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 I mean like, it's it's very similar to that advertising, the digital advertising industry. But people are using the metrics that's CPM. Yeah. and to buy and sell ads uh, on these platforms. And most of them, not all of them, there are some, some OTT channels that they don't do programmatic. It's completely up to them. It's on the publisher side. Right. But most of them, it's, it's been sold through programmatic process. And it's, it's regulated by IAB. So in this particular case, if a small business owner was running ads, it, so 
because in your example, the person having the business had a channel. Yeah. But you're also saying you could be that person or you could be the person that's like the Louis Vuitton that's doing bids on other people's content. Yeah, so okay. well, uh, you can be you can be a, a small business mm -hmm. and you can come, you know, like to Pluto. So, you know, like Pluto has inventory. Mm -hmm. So, for example, and you want to buy 25,000 impressions. So, as a small business owner, you can come and buy that too. Yeah, definitely. Or you could create a show it and and then sell and it have to a other people. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's it, uh, yeah. it's it's costly. I mean, like you yeah. have to you have to really determine it and you have to have big budget for that. Sure. And then marketing budget too, like to get in front of the people that you actually exist. So, you know, like then people can come and watch your content. Right. Because it's not only about making great content. I can tell you like there are people and apps where you can find like really great content, but people just don't know about it because their marketing is not as good as Netflix, as Hulu, right. as Amazon Prime. 100%. And, yeah, so, and it doesn't mean that their content is not good. Their content is good as, you know, as competing with other, right. things, other, other content providers. But the thing is that they don't have that amount of budget to get in front of people that right now, like Netflix is serving to. Right. Okay, cool. So then, so, so then your thing is, for most small businesses, is going to be buying the impressions that's actually the moneymaker, not having the show because that's just like super expensive yeah okay yeah, yeah interesting okay so then so then you're kind of, so then you're saying the people are kind of lucky in the sense that like for me to like put an ad on abc would be very costly and a big process whereas this i go on yeah i just like put in like an application essentially on on software exactly and then boom it just runs yeah and so kind of like YouTube, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but, but there, is, there are more regulations on the OTT. Okay. Like in YouTube, everything is in your hand, actually. Mm. But in OTT, there is actually a quality control department. Okay. We call it QA, quality assurance. Yeah. So they, 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 you know, like they come and they check every details and they make sure like, you know, like what you're actually buying is accurate mm. and you know like it it goes through a rigorous process and then it it goes live so from the inception to getting an ad live there is a process and there are so many eyes on that so on the on the flip side like for youtube ads or you know like for any other ads it's it's completely up to you like if you schedule something wrong that's that's completely on you so there are no eyes extra eyes extra pair of eyes that can check your work right yeah, and, and, and the whole listing thing is also up to you. If that demographic is actually working out for you or not, like there is no insights from, from any other person. It's, right. it's completely up to you and your research. Okay, so you're saying when you buy OTT ads, like there's a business is getting someone like you to give them feedback. Yeah. That's super yeah. valuable. Yeah, exactly. Because how, how else, I mean, like you can like look at graphs and stuff like that, but you don't, a person can't always spend the time deducting like what does this actually mean yeah from that information exactly and you need someone to decode that information for you yeah so yeah so you know like or um you have to have someone to decode that information for you and explain it to you better so for example like if the next time you're serving ads you can do all you can incorporate all those suggestions and right. and and make the best out of it yeah. so what kind of feedback are you giving just like Length of video, 
quality of the content? Like, what kind of things do you normally give feedback on? I mean, like, it depends. Yeah, it, yeah but, but pretty much everything. What's the com like common stuff? Um, I mean, like, so for example, like, uh, a very common would be, like, if an ad is not serving. So there might be, you know, like some some rendering issue, like the frame rate is not accurate or, you know, like some, some more technical stuff. So we provide that, you know, like maybe that, that because of that, or, you know, like the ad serving, uh, for example, like there was a serv server issue or there are some other issues. So why is it not serving? Right. Or there are no, no actually inventory there. So for example, like you schedule an ad in, in Tempe and for a specific demographic. And if there are no people in that demographic, so I pro then I provide insights to you that hey you know what like you schedule ad there, and but the the problem it's not delivering is actually we don't have that inventory there. Right. So so that type of mostly that type of insights. So my like really like really strategically like you know like tell them that you know like we don't have inventory there we don't have enough people watching that ad so you can expand the geography, so you know like so then more people can watch it or otherwise you know like we would go under deliver. So what do you think is like, like where do you think all this is going? Where is like the future of OTT headed as far as like what it means for people like small business owners? Um, I mean like, like, like I said, like it's right now currently $81 billion industry. In the yeah. next five years, it's going to be, it's projected. It's yeah. going to be $150 billion industry. So it's huge. And I, let me give you some numbers on that. Like Roku currently has 43 million active users, active accounts actually, right. 43 million. And Pluto, which is a free, which is a free platform, Pluto, yeah. has 26 million monthly active users. If you think of that just one, then it's not enough. Like only 26 million impressions, it's not enough. But if you compare, like if you take Pluto, FilmRise, 2B, and all, add all these up, this is a huge market. Yeah. And I mean, like this industry is constantly growing. People uh, actually hate linear TV. Part of the reason is big, uh, the, the, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So part of the reason is because, you know, like it's very costly. Uh -huh. like, like the cable costs a lot of money. People don't have that money anymore. Like right now with inflation and people just don't want to spend that much money. People can get good content on these free devices, you, you only have to have a Roku device, Fire TV, Chromecast, Apple TV. You just need to have that device and solid internet connection. And yeah. boom, you're connected to the endless possibilities of content. And some of them are free and some of them are charging you, but that's not, that, that, that's, that's not close to the, what, what's, what's traditional cable is, is charging you. Oh, yeah. So people, there are more people there cutting the cords and coming to OTT. So, my, the future, the future. Oh my God, the future is huge, and there is more flexibility in targeting. So, as as a filmmaker, if you, I mean, like if you shoot some some videos for for your clients and bring them to OTT space, and you compare the results, you'll see like there would be enormous difference in 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 the difference in the performance of the of the video ads that's been served on OTT because generally people have interest on OTT when they're watching the content so you you know like you know like it's it's been served yeah and in other platforms uh, if if the video ad is on my feed i can flip it up i can just skip it there are so many options but in OTT space i mean like your ads are really targeted 
and you you know like you know people are gonna watch it yeah. and there are so many companies there they can they can tell you like you know like if, if your videos are not watched like you know like they can provide you insights on that and you know like if there's something wrong the team is gonna help you out so the future is oh my god it's 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 enormous and there's there's a big future ahead and uh, for the for the advertisers and for for the consumers too because pluto uh, or 2b they're spending a lot of money getting new fresh content for their for their devices for yeah. for their platform sorry so then they can attract more visitors you know like people are spending more time on facebook but eventually if there is a good content on these platforms they're going to spend more time there yeah. so they're they're genuinely spending like really good amount of money on getting some great content and in the future, you'll see like, you know, like there is growth. There's growth in OTT platforms uh, for, for consumers and for the advertisers too. So, so that's, that's my closing remarks on that. I mean, it's exciting because I mean, everything evolves. You know, the Instagram that we have today is not the Instagram we had, you know, five years ago. Yeah. And so I imagine as OTT grows and evolves too, who knows what kind of social elements they may include or chatting or any number of things yeah. that could potentially get included with it just because it's going to change over time. Yeah, and there's one thing, like, if you want to include that in, uh, in the video, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, right now, Amazon is actually testing this. So if you're on a Fire TV and you, you watch an advertisement mm -hmm. and you like the product, you can eventually buy that from the TV. Mm. You don't need to, I mean, like, you know, like, because that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really artificial intelligence. They're testing out in so many markets. And uh, and if, if that works out well, that's a life, uh, that, that's a life changer for, for, for the e-commerce business. Oh, yeah. Because right now you're relaxed in your living room and you're watching an ad and you like that product. What are you going to do? You're going to go and open up your computer? No. Just do the white search. Buy me this product. Right. And if the product is available on Amazon, you're gonna you're gonna get it through Prime or you know other services yeah. within a few hours. So it's it's really changing, and for for the e-commerce business too, especially all those all those business owners that are on on Amazon platform. Yeah. If this is successfully implemented, this is a game changer. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean that'd be awesome. I mean even if like for like someone who, like us who wants to do lead gen, we could have a landing page that comes from the ad. If you're a brewery, you could have like buy these three different beers and you yeah. can just buy them, boom, ship to your house. Like, that'd be incredible. Exactly, and, and Amazon is right now, like for example, like if you compare Amazon of today to the, to the Amazon of 2000 year, there's complete difference. And right now, like Amazon has made so possible, like so easy for you as a, as a consumer, for us, that we can get a product in two days. And we can get a product in a few hours, like Amazon Pantry. You know, if uh, I mean, like, I need a pantry. I, I need stuff. Yeah. I can just, you know, like, uh, go go to Amazon and select all the products in a, in a few couple of hours. It's, it's on my doorstep. Crazy. So imagine if, if the TV integration stuff is implemented correctly. Yeah. You don't even need to touch anything. Just, just say, Alexa, buy me this stuff. Yeah. And boom, it's bought and it's delivered to your doorstep. So there's a huge opportunity for the advertisers, for the consumers, for the small business owners. And even right now, like there's so many attribution that you can do. 
um, you can apply a lot of attribution and can see like if people like really watch the ad and what did they you know like how did they react or they skip the ad or they just you know like jumped out of the app they right. didn't like the ad and jump so even the current attribution is so artificially intelligent and imagine like in a few couple of years is if Amazon is successful and that whole business model is going to be game changer for a lot of businesses because Amazon is not itself producing anything like these are the small companies like yeah. uh, you know like they sell their products on Amazon right like their bookstores uh, on Amazon they're like you know like um, uh, a lot of like like you know like people who are actually generally like s selling the bike stuff uh, like even small businesses are on Amazon so Amazon itself is not producing stuff but Amazon is facilitating these small business owners and creating more opportunities for them. They won't even know like how that product is actually bought. Yeah. Like somebody just just say, you know what? I need that uh, that GoPro that yeah. sits on the, on 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 the on the, on the bike yeah. and that fits very well. Buy me that product, and that product is shipped to you. Right. And and uh, and the owner might not know like how did you even bought that. Right. So. There is there is a lot of opportunities and exciting things that's that's coming in the OTT industry. That's super cool. <laughs> that's super exciting. <laughs> that's got me thinking. Um, well, awesome. Well, thank you very very much for sharing um, such I don't know like timely and fresh knowledge with us um, with something that's just so new. Um, so thank you definitely for that. Um, uh, you're kind of in the midst of uh, building a side hustle mostly overseas. Um, but certainly, uh, if you're okay with it, if people can get in contact with you, yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, so they can learn more about it and learn how you can help them out with that. So, um, so thank you very much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you for sharing. For and uh, absolutely. And, and just for all the small business owners out there, I know I'm super excited. Uh, I just see tremendous opportunity, uh, both now in the future and since, um, you know, we've talked about it before on different podcasts, even some of our own crew podcasts jumping on something when it's early uh, is super huge on getting a lot of bang for your buck and certainly getting educated about it while they're still able to educate you is super huge. Um, so then as these changes occur, you can be like really on top of it and not learning it from the ground up. So, um, so yeah, we'll have information uh, underneath in the description. Uh, be sure to reach out to us, to him and uh, be able to learn more about that. And uh, as always, like, subscribe, and share with someone that you think would really benefit from this knowledge. Thank you for watching.